Engagement has nothing to do with the number of comments that you make. It's about how you perceive other people's potential rather than how you perceive the content's worth to you in that moment. What are my tricks for reels? I'm very feeling led. I, I ask the question, what is the feeling behind the thing I'm about to share? Rather than what is the utility or what is the pain point or whatever, right? I try and connect with the way that I feel about a particular thing and I kind of manifest that in the content. Hello, Joseph Rebelli here. You are listening to the Digital Bosses Podcast. Welcome back to a brand new episode. I hope you are ready and excited as much as I am because today we are playing the game a little bit differently. Why? Dan Thomas, my today's guest on the show, is the founder of Social Boom, which is an incredible membership website that you can access to if you want to learn social media in a very affordable way. The topic of this episode was supposed to be some hacks for you to uplevel your game on the Instagram engagement. But it wasn't until we hit record that I realized that what I was getting for you in this episode was an incredible session of coaching and mindset shifting about social media marketing. Something that I wish I knew and listened to when I started, which is why I decided intentionally to keep this conversation complete without too many trimming and cutting on the editing process because I believe this episode is essentially a full coaching session for free that I really think will help you if you're struggling with followers growth, engagement and confidence on social media. So if any of those three rang the bell for you, Welcome keep listening. To the Digital Bosses Podcast. Here's your host Joseph Rebelli, a marketing strategist, brand building expert and founder of the Rebelli Digital Agency. My definition of being your boss means showing up for yourself so that you can show up for everyone and everything personally and professionally so congratulations on showing up boss i created the digital bosses podcast to give you simple actionable step-by-step strategies to help you turn your online dream into a purposeful and profitable business if you are an ambitious coach content creator entrepreneur or one in the making who is looking to create a business that makes an impact and helps you create a life that you love well you you are in the right place. So let's dive right into it. Dan is in the house. I am beyond excited to have you here. Thank you very much for being a guest on the Digital Bosses Podcast. Welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been admiring you from afar. And this is like we've been nattering, obviously, before this started. And this is the first time we've talked to each other properly. So it's awesome to be sharing stuff with such an awesome video creator. So thank you so much for having me. most welcome and i have to say let's give a little bit of a context to our connection so me and you connected on instagram because you appeared to my <laughs> my feed jumping around with sunglasses <laughs> oh it was that one was it i was like i always wonder people like what was the post like i'm really interested what was the post yeah <laughs> that's how you popped to my feed and i was right. like this guy's crazy, but I like crazy because it makes yeah. me look normal. Hey, so. we're all not, every, everyone's crazy, so we're all normal. There's no, there is no, there is no normal. It's all, we're all just as crazy as each other, especially in lockdown. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he, <laughs> so two things that are really cool is, first of all, you are probably the first Brit in my podcast. Hey, come on. 
Brit representation here. Exactly. So just to let you guys know, so I am, of course, based in New York and Dan is based in Bristol, which is still in the UK. We have American audience, but we have a few Brits as well. So it's quite nice to have somebody in the same place. So we are not far. There's no time difference. It's no. quite nice. We're both chilling in the evening over here. It's very exactly. Nice. We are. So for people that don't know you yet, but they will know you after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> And this is like, is it a threat or a promise? Probably both. <laughs> it depends what you think of the content, I guess. <laughs> Your content is, on my opinion, exceptional because it's just so engaging and captivating. But if somebody doesn't know you yet, please go ahead, share who you are and what you do and how did you get to where you are today? Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so Dan Thomas, I kind of came out of university um, on marketing, uh, doing a grad scheme over in Halifax, Bank of Scotland, and then worked over there doing marketing communications over there and doing a lot of retail uh, communications. So that's kind of really where all my passion was uh, on the marketing standpoint. Um, and then worked in financial services for about 10 years, living the dream, as you do, um, and then moved, in and moved into consulting um, <laughs> and started to really focus on collaboration, um, organizational design, culture change and, and community-led change um, for large organizations, so sort of 50 billion plus or so. So kind of working with really large organizations to kind of help their people change and shape their behaviors um, overall. And my social and my content has really come out of that. And my content is really much designed to disrupt and shift your kind of mindset and, and convey a lot of energy and help you kind of come out of your shell mm. and what I describe is creating a, a safe space within my content, right? So when you come into my world, there's so much crazy stuff going on that you feel like no matter how weird you are, you are at home and that's kind of the intention behind the whole thing. Um, so now I talk um, about uh, mm. Instagram um, and social media marketing, which are my two big passions. Um, and I run a membership business um, that uh, helps people to be able to do that. Um, and I'm also uh, a wedding photographer, a professional wedding photographer on the side as well. Um, so it's all creative. Yeah, it's all, all in the creative oh, space. Oh, that's amazing. So I think everything you do, you know, no matter how much it feels like it's not connected, they all share common threads. And I think it's just a case of moving through those common threads. Absolutely, does. I agree. At some point, does. everything combines, right? So, um, you know, I really kind of like... Uh, wanted to kind of like carve out a a brand on you know Instagram that's really kind of what I describe as fearless creator brand. So it's it's all about um, you know being fearless and and making the content that's in your heart, not in your head. Is really what caught my attention personally, and it's interesting because we're going to talk about Instagram today, and you know I you know you're going to share some awesome hacks and wisdom that I cannot wait to hear myself because everybody comes to me and say, you are the Instagram expert. And no, 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 no. I'm the video person. Dan is the guy for Instagram because <laughs> I'm learning myself a lot from you as well. And I, that's why I wanted you to be on the show because I think the amount of knowledge that you share daily, it's just so relatable to me personally. But I think for everybody that is trying to really overcome this Instagram monster that people think. So this is one of the purpose states to kind of overcome some of the biggest problem that people have on the ground. And 
as you said, in lockdown, people tend to be on social more and be more frustrated. Yeah, well, I mean, all they've got to do is look at their phones. The reminder of the FOMO is ever cognizant in a in a lockdown environment, right? Even even for people like us, you know, that have established followings, like we still get it. Everyone's always looking up, right? So it's 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 difficult. And when you know when you're in that environment, it's like, oh hey, you know, that guy, he's still popping up in your feed and I'm still here sat on my sofa in my four walls. So it, it's tough. You know, it's it's a tough environment to um, you know, contend with, particularly in lockdown. But at the same time, you know, for me at least, lockdown has been a big facilitator of a of a whole new shift. Right. And I know obviously lockdown has its mm. horrendous parts to it, but at the same time, I've seen like massive shifts in people over lockdown, you know, whether, whether it's organizationally people on video conferencing, you know, mums and dads, oh, yeah. parents, people that swore they would never, ever use video conferencing, whatever they hated it. You know, now they're more connected. Now they're more familiar with devices. Now they're kind of using their mobile devices more. It's like, it's really kind of kickstarted a lot of, um, traditional behaviors that were blockers and used as excuses, yeah. but actually were really just behavioral blockers. You know, it was like, oh, that's too, uh, you know, 18 months ago, people like Zoom, that's too complicated for me. Not that they've tried it, but they still would have said it. But now, now there's no excuse. Now they have to adapt. Now they have to learn. You know, people are making massive breakthroughs and it's, and, and the connectivity is changing. And I think, you know, for creators, that's been the case as well, because creators now they've been like, oh, I'm locked in my room for a year. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a creator. Like, I guess I have to create now. Like if there was ever a point, if there was ever a year where you could have said to yourself, that was my chance, right? To make what's in my heart rather than in my head. It was 2020. Oh, absolutely. And I think taking advantage for the people that have taken advantage of that, they've seen some huge, huge breakthroughs and for me now what i try and do now is just pass that on to people i try and help them make the same breakthroughs with their own content and with what they want to achieve on social and i love that so tell me more about social boom which is your membership mm. i would like you to share with the audience why is it different and if anybody out there is looking to find a place to connect what can they get from it yeah, well, one of the biggest frustrations for me for, um, over all these years was how inaccessible and how expensive social media learning is. You know, it's thousands of dollars. You have to trust a mm. random influencer you don't even know. And then you get into the content, and you pay hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars for it. The quality of that course is actually really poor. It's often out of date. And even when you get the course, you actually don't end up taking action. And now you're just poorer with an, with an extra login detail. <laughs> And, you know, for a lot of people, so true. for a lot of people, they're just course collectors. Uh, oftentimes people struggle. They try and tell themselves that because they're ingesting information, they're learning, but actually learning is both, you know, information, but it's also practical application and the transformation of that. So for example, you can sit on clubhouse for 10 hours a day. That doesn't actually make your business a million dollar business, does it? it <laughs> you say to yourself, I'm learning so much. Look how many notes I'm taking. Look at all this paper, all these pages I'm writing down. You're like, right, okay, so show me the results. Oh, I didn't have time because I'm too busy learning, <laughs> you know. Exactly. You become like, it often gets into a 
vicious circle, right? Yeah. You feel like you need to get the extra course to learn something different. Yeah. And it's like, how many Instagram course you're going to need? How many video course you're going to need? How many mastermind you're going to have to pay for before you take action? This, And that's the thing. Your blocker isn't the information. Your blocker is the transformation. Your blocker is the fact that you're struggling to move through whatever it is actually blocking you. And you're hoping that information is going to change that. And for the vast majority of people, it doesn't. And, you know, from my experience, you know, in the collaboration space and, and, and being a speaker in this circuit and a researcher in this circuit, you know, people need to overcome blockers and fears and walls and barriers in order to be able to to really transform and make changes. That's, you know, lockdown's a really good example of some uh, a change that's completely disrupted a behavior and forced people to do something which they wouldn't have normally done. My mum's even using contactless payments right now. Right? She refused, she just point, point blank refused to, you know, put her card on Apple Pay and do contactless payments, right? But now that she, you can't touch the card reader because of COVID, right? She's yeah. There. She's doing it. And then she's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, and there was no, there was no volume of information I could have told her that was going to make her change that. I could have, I, I, you know, you could tell her the same thing over and over again, explain the benefits. There had to be either a disruption or a safe space is what I, is what I um, call these things for her to be able to like make that experiment, not worry about failing, you know, be able to do that and, and move through that. And Social Boom, the membership is entirely designed around creating a safe space for social media creators to be able to learn and do. So instead of it being behind, you know, preventative paywalls, it's just one very low monthly membership. You unlock all of our courses, which we add um, every single month, we're adding more content in there and more courses to help you. And then we're there in the coaching and the DM and in our chat community, cheering you on and teaching you and coaching you to help you apply the knowledge that you are receiving and are able to learn in an on-demand way in this membership to be able to make some massive breakthroughs for yourself. And that's why we see such transformative experiences for our members is because you know we help give them that clarity and the confidence to be able to apply all the learnings that we give them um, and really make a breakthrough. And for me, that's you know the opportunity in in social media education space, which is one of the only educational spaces that is so locked down. You pick any other sector, mm -hmm. any other industry, you can get this information for a very low amount. You go to Mind Valley or LinkedIn Learning, or Udemy, or Masterclass, you can access this information very affordably and use it and apply it. Social media is the only industry that is so preventative in education. And for me, my real passion is to change that um, and to try and help people unlock that, you know, through our membership. So I love that. And what is coming up for me, and I think for anyone that is listening as well, is accessibility. Action takers, the opportunity to yeah. access to the information that they need to then execute what they learn. And often there is fear of starting because because of the amount of information and educational content that we get bombarded with, the extra course, the extra mastermind, the extra coaching and all that jazz, you often feel like you have to 
learn the extra thing before you can start. And sometimes the starting point is the big difference between taking you from point A to point B, oh, right? The overwhelm is real. I mean, li literally, you can be doing well and then someone comes in and tells you you're not doing well and you can believe that. Like, you know, you can really believe that. You, if, if you're always looking up constantly, you never get to see and appreciate where you are, you know, and, and the, the influential pressure involved in all of these things like, oh, I've got a new solution or a new hack or a, a new problem for you and so on and so forth. It's, you know, it's overwhelming. And the more you succumb to that, the less action you take as a result. And actually all you needed was not the perfect solution. You just needed a solution and the support to be able to implement that solution to really kind of make those breakthroughs. And I, and I, I really believe, you know, everyone in this world should have a right to be able to learn how to grow their social, right? Yeah, in a way that's not gonna, you know, break their bank. And because and, and, it's not, this stuff is not that different. Right. You know, I've spent the tens of thousands of dollars on courses to work to find that out. I mean, that was one of the things I looked at. I'm looking at all these, all this education, all these courses, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, funnel, webinar, <laughs> right? Ads. Like it's all, it's all the same education repurposed. Yes, all the, all the people that sell it, they're great, influential people, but it doesn't need to be that much. It, it does. Yeah. What you're paying for is essentially the same. And it doesn't need to be that much. Like less is more. But what you're paying for is the um, same. And help people wherever they are in their journey. And even if they're not looking to make a million dollars, right? It doesn't have to be this huge, you know, million dollar, like six figure business kind of things. Like some people just want to work their side hustles. Some people just want to, you know, do a little coaching on the side or, or build their own business or just be a little boutique business for themselves or then they don't have eight figure goals, right? But they do have, you know, five figure goals or, and that's what they want to achieve. And they need somewhere, yeah. somewhere to help them with that. So, you know, that's what I'm really passionate about is, you know, is that inclusivity. And that's what I try and convey in my content is firstly the humor side of things, which is an accessibility medium, right? I try and make people laugh about this stuff and be like, I'm trying to, trying to help people not see this thing as, so, as a serious as it is. Yeah. And, and then just high practicality. You're the same. Our content is highly practical and highly applicable, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally, you know, there's no fluff. It's like one, two, three, four, five. You want to do that thing? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes I find myself recording a video and, you know, I am recording one point of a particular topic that I'm talking about. Like, okay, Joseph, why are you making it so complicated? Keep it simple. Like just, you know, less wordy, more actionable. And I have to remind myself sometimes because we tend to overuse words, especially in our industry. Everybody's talking about growth. Everybody's talking about engagement. Everybody's talking about this and that. And these words became white noise for people. Like people don't pay attention anymore. You need to keep it very practical, very actionable, which is what you do. And I ensure do as well. And, you know, it's super important because this is really what generates momentum. Now, speaking of Instagram, speaking about one of the main points that people have as an issue, which is the engagement, right? Everybody wants yes, to grow, but nobody wants to engage. And yes, they do. <laughs> so there is 
you know, it's interesting to me because engagement gives you to feedback from people. And I think this is the same on your community and my community as well. Some people love it and they need to actually remind themselves to stop. Some people don't even want to start. So if anybody out there is feeling overwhelmed by the whole interaction thing, liking, commenting, DMing, messaging, what would you say is the right approach? Give me your strategy right now, 2021, and how would you overcome that overwhelm? Let me fix people. This is, you know, this is, this is a mindset thing. It's not a, it's not a time thing. So let, let me fix everybody on the line as to why. Let me tell you why you hate engagement. You hate engagement because a lot of the people that you leave comments on, you feel like you're just doing it for the sake of it. You don't feel like you're particularly enamored by their content. You feel like you're seeing a lot of stuff over and over again, particularly within your niche. And you feel like it's just a machine that you're being churned through every single day. And it's just a means to an end. Mm. That's why you, that's why you hate engagement. That's why you don't do it, which is fair enough. But let me flip the script if you want that. Don't see people as they are. See people as the potential that they could become. It is not about what they are doing now is wowing you and deserving of your appreciation and motivation and, and is directly actionable and is you know exactly what you needed right now. It is about you seeing the people behind that content, the person who's making the effort, that's showing up every day, that's evolving, that's putting in the passion and the work, that's trying to connect with people, that's growing and doing. If you can believe in that person, if you can take the time out, leave a comment, DM that person, if you can believe in that person's potential and what they could become, then no matter how well they'll do, they'll always remember you as someone who believed in them in the early days. And if they don't do well, then you will build them up in those difficult days to help keep them showing up, to help keep them realizing their dream. So if they become an influencer, they're going to look down on you and say, you were a mentor and you helped reach out to me in the early days. And that was significant. And if they stay small, they're going to see you as a mentor that's going to be able to help them be able to achieve what they want to achieve. And they're going to turn to you for your services and your products because they recognize that you took that time and the energy and you were a person that believed that they had the potential to be able to change. That's amazing. I love that. Engagement has nothing to do with the number of comments that you make. It is about how you perceive other people's potential rather than how you perceive the content's worth to you in that moment. I love that. And I personally relate to this because I have people coming in my community that have been following me from day one and they come to comments and say, oh, you know, uh, thank you so much for the communication you've been having with me on DMs because you never changed throughout the years that I've been following you. And this is true. You know, it's really about sometimes people, I think, forget that there are people behind social media, like we're still humans and people connect to people. They don't connect to brands, which is why everybody's trying to build a personal brand. There is still a person behind it. And, you know, human connection still wins. Doesn't matter how many, uh, how many times you try to tweak it, to change it, to automate it. Uh, it just doesn't work. You need to be human connection. And I think sometimes people are driven by numbers and they also kind of put their worth 
on their followers, which is taking me to the next question. So we're going to talk about two key things, which I think will really help anybody out there that is looking to grow on Instagram. The first one is the growth itself. What does growth mean to you? Growth for me is, you know, my own personal creative growth and my own personal development. Um, You know, I'm a very, very strong advocate of trying to help people find the why and find the, you know, the, the, the happy in this process. Right. And, you know, to be talking about the stuff that you're passionate about, to be able to, to be able to move past the numbers and continue to make as you want to make um, and you know, say the things that you want to say and, and make as you want to make. So for me, you know, growth is a, a, a creative expansion of what I can do um, and a continuation of fulfillment within the process. The numbers are a, uh, are a facilitator of that. Obviously, they're a validation of that, um, but they come second to the actual creative process, you know, which is if, mm. if, if what you're trying to do is grow a following, then you must have some kind of creative thread through you because you can, you can make sales with a small following, right? So, so unless, unless you think that, oh, I need a massive following to make sales, which isn't true. Absolutely. If you think that, then you don't need to. You don't need to work this hard. You don't need to try and get loads of big numbers. You can just double down on the followers that you've got. But if you are looking to grow followers and impact, and you, you know you, you want to be an influencer and you want to make change there, then, of course, you must have a creative thread through you, in which case you really have to connect with that creative thread and say, well, what is my medium for creation? And then really go all out on that, right? You know, whatever that is, uh, crazy or quiet or, you know, fun, just do it to your whole potential and, and learn how you can continue to do that at your fullest extent every time you show up. And, you know, the great thing about all these different platforms is they offer you different opportunities to explore your creative potential. It's not about, you know, which one is best. Is this, you know, I talk about Instagram because that's where I am, but it's like, well, yeah, but YouTube offers me a whole different creative opportunity like clubhouse does offers me a whole different creative opportunity yeah they're all different outlets for your creativity and you know and your enjoyment the one that you're going to be really good at is the one that connects best with whatever fulfills you that's why you're so great on video that's what and that's why instagram works for you you're great at making videos particularly short videos so instagram is going to work for you like it's 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 not a pick the content, you know, pick the platform, then make the content. It's the, what's your best type of content? Then pick the platform. If I ever get to the point where I'm like, I'm not enjoying this anymore. I don't like the process. Then I don't like what I'm doing. Then I'll know growth, you know, is an issue. And, and, and I've seen so many, you will have seen it. So many amazingly talented creators on Instagram that aren't around anymore. They, they had huge growth. They had so much potential and they're not here that they've dropped off and that's because it's so true isn't enough like the follower numbers is not going to be enough to get you showing up every day no it's true it needs to be community it needs to be relatability it needs to be connection all things that go beyond the followers number you can have an incredible community of 500 people that are active clients of yours and at the same time they are also active members of your 
community and they show up when you share something because they like you and they relate. And that's great. You came with a very good point here, which is about picking the platform that most connect with your co-creative side more than anything. You know, often they say, which is the best platform? It depends on what you do. You know, if you are somebody that doesn't feel comfortable in front of the camera, you might not want to go on YouTube and you might not want to go on Reels. You might want to go on Clubhouse. Exactly. And the, and, and the beauty is, I mean, we're in a, in a world now where there's literally, you can literally choose you, anything. I mean, Clubhouse has been, you see, you see so many introverts on Clubhouse, like talking and going, oh my God, this is so liberating for me because I'm not a content creator. I'm not a visual person. I'm an, I'm an audible person. I'm an introvert. Finally, now I can create a community yeah. without having to show my face. And I love this, right? You, you see that on Clubhouse and it's been a great unlock for people. The thing you're going to be successful on is the thing that responds to the medium through which you want to communicate, right? That's, that's the key. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't evolve the way in which you communicate and learn and grow over time. But, absolutely, you know, the one that's going to actually get you taking action and growing something significant is the one that's going to sit, you know, within or on the edge of your current comfort zone. And that should be, you know, where you focus. I mean, I have a bit I have a bit of a theory which I'm kicking around at the moment of what is the follower exchange rate, right? So what is one follower on Instagram worth one subscriber on YouTube worth one follower on Clubhouse worth one follower on LinkedIn, worth, mm. et cetera, et cetera. What's the, what's the waiting, right? For example, I think, you know, with TikTok, like your 40 K on Instagram is probably more like more equivalent to like 200 K on TikTok. If you think you know, from a business, from an influencer standpoint, it's probably, it's a higher volume. It's more global, higher volume. True. Kind of thing. So you, you you can't take it as an absolute number because that exchange rate isn't the same. Like there, there's a stronger connection in Clubhouse with a smaller following than there is in TikTok with a larger following. It's, it's a different type of connection. And those are things that you can explore. You know, of course, your goal should continue to, to be growing and evolving. But, you know, find, find your medium mm. and start with that. Because that's what's going to get you off the ground and explore. I really like this theory of giving a value to the follower itself. I think it's brilliant. And you're right. Every platform is different. Every follower will be a different value to it. It's so true. And of course, TikTok is very exponential. It puts you out there. But that doesn't mean that what you get back is qualitative. It might be just a number. Yeah. I mean, Instagram is the, the prestige platform right? It's, it's kind of, and particularly as Instagram is basically swallowing all of the other social media platforms, it's a big mm. deal. And we want to talk about it because, you know, let's be honest, Instagram is going to create, and they've already started doing it, clubhouse-like rooms. They've literally started doing yeah. it already in pilot. Okay. That's, that's what Facebook want to do. They want to copy and, you know, remove all of these competitors. That's what they want to do. So obviously Instagram is, you know, a significant platform to be considering. But at the same time, growth on Instagram is the most difficult and most punishing platform there is. I mean, you and I, I mean, you know, taking two hours to make a post every single day is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is Absolutely. Way too big an ask on a creator to do that. You know, the amount of effort we put into our content is insane. It's yeah, it's like crazy. And it's not like a TikTok where I'm just like, yo, bang a TikTok out in five minutes. It's two hours work. <laughs> 
it just doesn't, it, it, you know, I did the TikTok game for a bit and it was fun for lockdown. Just thought it wasn't for me. It wasn't just showing something that I am interested to share on social media. On the other side, reels have been the game changer for me and which is what I want to talk about now because of course as you know we both love videos one of the biggest pain point of my audience is showing up on camera and feel comfortable and believe it or not although I do quite a lot of reels lots of people in my community haven't started to use them yet so here's the question for you for reels beginner somebody out there that is testing the reels game a little bit and not done it yet what would you say give me some hacks for them um so i want to just before i go into that i want to just start with a quick note on video because you know people are afraid to get on video so i want to just kind of help people reframe video a little bit right what if i could find you a friend that was always mm -hmm. there to listen to you that never ever questioned anything that you did that was always available anytime that you wanted them, that you could talk to for hours and hours on end and never got bored, that always had a perfect recollection of everything that you did and could help you relive all of those moments and understand yourself better every single day. What if I could find you a friend like that? That's what video is. I love that. Video is literally your counselor in your pocket. Video is, is someone that will always listen, will always talk to you, will always reflect with you, will always be there for you to help, will always be there for you to vent to and talk to. The problem is people feel obligated to share. So you and I are old enough that we grew up in a um, time before social media. Right. So I remember, you know, pre Facebook years. Right. A lot of young people coming through now, they haven't really they don't really remember a world before social media. So they grew up in a world where yep. they feel obligated to share. They feel like everything that they film and take and do, they have to share it. And therefore they feel this overwhelming pressure that it needs to be really good. I get to take a picture of a cool thing and like, oh, you know, you see it all the time. Someone takes a picture and like, oh, that's not good enough for Facebook. And they delete it. It's a precious memory. But they're like, oh, it's not good enough for Instagram. Or they just delete it. Oh, there's that memory's just gone now <laughs> because they feel obligated to share. The point of video is, yeah. Video, if you don't, if you remove the obligation to share when you think yeah, of video, it's so true. Then actually, you can see it as something that's actually going to really help you as a friend, as something that's going to help your growth and your personal development, as a coach, as a counselor, and on all of these other benefits. And if you can really see it as that and just start practicing with your phone in your room with the intention of deleting these videos the first time you do them then you'll start to realize that you can create a safe space to experiment on video and you can actually start experimenting on video, right? The best thing you can do with video is record a video in your own bedroom and just talk to a camera with no obligation to share it, literally with the intention of deleting it, right? Don't make the fear bigger than it needs to be, right? People are like, oh, you know, I'm not very good on video. I guess I'll go live one day. That's like zero to a thousand, right? It doesn't make any sense. It's like, you know, you don't go, oh, you don't go from, you know, never got on video to going live. Like that's terrifying. That is a terrifying leap for anybody. Or even, you know, going from zero video to reels is a pretty terrifying leap. Oh yeah. Right. What you do is you go from zero to me just recording a couple of 
minutes of me talking to the camera about whatever I'm thinking about in my room on my own and deleting that afterwards. That's, that's one, right? That's zero to one. And that's what you want to be thinking when you, you start thinking about getting onto video is minimizing the fear and the risk and creating a, a safer space for yourself so that you can experiment. And then when you're ready to start making something and putting something out there, then you can start experimenting with, you know, things like reels or IGTV or stories or whatever it is that you want to kind of experiment with. For me, I'm very, um, you know, when we talk about like, what are my tricks for reels? I'm very feeling led. I, I ask the question, what is the feeling behind the thing I'm about to share rather than what is the utility or what is the pain point or whatever, right? I try and connect with the way that I feel about a particular thing. And I kind of manifest that in the content. So if I, if I think something is really cool, then I'm going to say, Hey, this is really cool. Okay. <laughs> like, Dude, this is really cool. I found this thing's really cool. If I think something really sucks, I'm going to say, Hey, this kind of sucks. If I think something's mediocre, I'm going to be like, oh, I found this thing and I don't think that much of it, you know, whatever. Or I think if something's dumb, then I'm going to like create a skit around how I think this thing is dumb. Okay. So rather than trying to overthink, you know, oh, what, what is the process? Just ask it when you come up with the idea, just ask yourself, what's the feeling behind that? And how can I exemplify the feeling in the content that I create? So then when you say, well, you know, is it going to be a skit? You know, skits work well on reels. How would I do a skit? What would this? What would the skit look like? Well, how do you feel about it? The thing you're about to talk about. How do you feel? I think it's kind of dumb. Well, okay, make a conversation of you talking to another guy, with one of you being pretty dumb, <laughs> like I did today, in my reel when I'm talking about, you know, people asking me about how to grow their Instagram without actually ever trying anything useful. It's kind of a dumb conversation, isn't it? It's like. Just do the thing, you know, do the engagement, do the content, etc. So I kind of just made it into a skit where, you know, I've got one person who'd be like, no, you know, just acting kind of dumb in it. And that's what really resonates with people because they're like, oh, they, they feel the same way. It's not, it's not just a literal practical, yes, that's utility. They feel the same way that you yeah. do. It's relatable. That's why they relate to it. Yeah. And it's also acting your thoughts. It's literally acting your thoughts. And, you know, I really resonate with that. And another point that you shared before that was all about how to treat your camera like he's your best friend is actually part of my uh, sessions when people coach with me about video marketing. I give them a housework to do to feel themselves for two minutes every day without sharing that video and without thinking about it. And they need to speak to the camera, to the lens, like it's their best friend. And, you know, it's really interesting how once you remove the fear of sharing and that pressure, people just easily come across on camera completely differently. If you put a camera in front of someone and you just leave it there, eventually they'll, they'll just naturally have a really significant breakthrough. Like if you just, it's like in an interview, right? If you just sit someone on a chair and you point a camera at them and you just leave it recording, they'll just start talking. And then as they talk, they'll start coaching themselves. And as they start coaching themselves, they start counseling themselves. And then they start digging deeper and digging deeper and digging deeper. You'd be amazed at how incredible it is to just point a camera at yourself and just sit there for 10 minutes. I guarantee you after 10 minutes, you're going to start saying some really profound things that you never even knew you knew 
a lot of my content, a lot of the stuff that I talk about, the only way I worked it out was because I've spent so much time talking to, you know, guys like you on podcasts and on videos and in lives and everything. I spent so much time realizing the stuff that I know and putting it together in, in the conversations that I've had, whether it's to myself on video or to other people, like the more you talk, the more you understand yourself, the more you get clarity, the more profound realizations that you have, the more influential you become, the more you talk, the more concise you become in the way that you speak and the more convincing you become in the way that you speak. So a camera is a medium for you to be able to become an influencer, not because of the way you distribute the content, the way it, it, it helps you become an influencer in the way in which it allows you to realize your own potential in this process. And that's why, you know, that's why you know, people like us, right, we're so passionate about this particular thing. Because like, it really is the difference between a, a really significant breakthrough for you, not in content, not in growth, not in followers, but in you actually coming to some very profound realizations about yourself. It's so true. And if you think about the way, you know, I know there are so many people out there, they are so skilled in what they do. They just are not confident to showcase it on camera. And the reason why is because they haven't done it enough. So, you know, I would say to wrap this up and to give the audience a little bit of a structure, if you're someone out there that hasn't really test video yet, don't overwhelm yourself with the fact that you have to be on Reels. Reels are fun. It's great. It's great if you feel like you're ready to it, but probably start with stories. Start with stories. Start with like small steps lead you to big results, right? You start with story, then you go with Reels, then you go with IGTV, and maybe you do YouTube at some point if you feel like it, but it doesn't have to be. It wants to be something that feels right to you and, you know, what Dan share are so many great points for you to really go back and think. And I want you to go to this episode and really have an open mind until this point and take notes if you can and start to work this point through. So Dan, if anybody wants to see your wisdom, your content and your craziness as well, which I particularly <laughs> like <laughs> where they can find you. Uh, yes. Well, I want to just, if I could share just one more thing to kind of footer all of that stuff. Sure. Um, what I have found in, in my experience is the why that people are looking for is very much deeply rooted in your own personal transformation. Whatever you are struggling with, whatever you have gone through, whatever has been a significant change for you, a struggle for you, the why that you're trying to find, the passion that you're trying to find is very much rooted in a personal transformation that you are either going through or have overcome or perhaps are wanting to face but have not yet had the capability to be able to face. I know, it's so true. And I think anybody out there can relate to this because you probably feel in this way right now. So um, thank you so much for sharing all of it. So where do the audience can find you? Oh, it's a pleasure. Sorry, we took a tangent there. Um, yeah, so you can find me over at uh, I'm Dan Thomas. So it's I am uh, Dan Thomas. Come over on Instagram. Um, and check me out. I do have a podcast as well. It's called the Dan Thomas Podcast. I promise. <laughs> That's fine. Because <laughs> it's out of date. But there's good stuff there. It's worth exactly. It's evergreen content um, there. But yeah. So 
evergreen content. What that's, that's never that's out of fashion. We need never out of fashion. Exactly. If you're never in it, then you're it's never true. out of it. So there you go. <laughs> but uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your wisdom. This podcast is full of, it's a powerhouse of information and wisdom. So I'm really, really excited that we managed to get together and cover. If anybody is looking to get more information from them, you can find all the link in the description below. Thank you so much for being with me and thank you again.